As colleges and universities across the country hold their graduations, I'd like to highlight a place where students receive the best classical liberal arts education in America. And when these students graduate, they've studied the great books, the history of Western civilization and of America, and the meaning and history of the Constitution. Can you guess who I'm talking about? I'm talking about Hillsdale College. Hillsdale was founded in 1844 to offer the kind of education needed to preserve civil and religious liberty and holds true to that mission while refusing to accept one penny of taxpayer funding, not even indirectly in the form of student grants and loans. Hillsdale students also abide by an honor code, which ensures a unity of purpose and fosters lively civil and intelligent debate. See for yourself and learn from Hillsdale for free through their influential speech digest in Primus and by taking online courses on American history, the Constitution, and other subjects. Find out more at DanaForHillsdale.com. That's DanaForHillsdale.com. Join the battle over education for our country's future today. If he is reelected, do you hope to serve another term as Secretary of Transportation? Well, uh, you know, right now I got my head down seeking to uh, deliver on all of the historic opportunities that are in front of us. It's demanding work, but it's rewarding work. I'm very glad to be doing it. And, uh, you know, the, the future is, uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out what's, uh, what's next. But uh, uh, right now, we got a lot to be proud of and a lot more to do. That's uh, Secretary Mayor Poot, Buttigieg, and he says that he's, he's got his head down and he's just seeking to deliver what? I don't know. I don't know. That seems to kind of be emblematic of the entire administration. Welcome to the program. Top of our first hour. Happy Wednesday to you, your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash here. And uh, this, gosh, where to even start? There's a number of things. I, I, I mean, first we have that. I can, can you really, I just don't think that, I think it would be problematic for them to keep him. But then at the same time, if you're like, think like if you're Democrats, think of, you know, imagine yourself in Joe Biden's position. If you get, if you get rid of him and you switch him out, then you're admitting that there was something wrong. Right. And then that becomes a story. So it's like, you're damned if you do damned if you don't. Mm-mm-mm. just saying so he says he's got his head down he's seeking to deliver uh seeking to deliver i mean this is the guy who thought that there were too many white people in construction that's <laughs> just saying <laughs> just saying he did he did all right so some of the other uh we're because we're going to come back to him we got we got all kinds of stuff to hit today as we start this hump day off, by the way, Steve is very, very proud of his show tweet. I don't know if you've seen it. He's very, very proud of the alliteration in his uh, show tweet. And it's the uh, today's Hide Like Hunter hump day edition. I work hard for these alliterations on our show account, by the way. I think hard Every one. day's hump day for I mean, Hunter. I give you A's, dude. I give you A's for this. So <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I'm going to clap for myself. Oh, my gosh. All right. So uh, lay of the land. Let's get a lay of the land here as we look at everything. We got, we're going to get in the Hunter Biden stuff. We're going to get in that. Can we immediately start? Can I start with the woke, please? Can I start with the woke? I know we got other. We got the little drone thing that was happening, too. Uh, real quick, I'll mention that. The, Russia's claiming that you, Ukraine tried to kill Vlad. Did you see the video of that? That looked fruit. That's so stupid. Nobody believes it. That's the dumbest false flag thing I've ever seen in my life. They said that they tried to use a drone and they tried to. First off, are you telling me that a drone can get near wherever Vladimir Putin is staying? In, was it the Kremlin? Is that where he was? 
Are you telling me a drone can get anywhere close to that? Because I don't believe you. I've played Call of Duty Cold War. I know how difficult it is to get <laughs> No, for real though. The video shows it looks like a drone that somebody would have to to record to look at fireworks for 4th of July and they and it looked like it flew into the building and broke. That's what it looked like. And they're like, "They tried to kill him." <laughs> they tried to get him with a drone. No one believes you. No one believes you. I just I mentioned it because it was funny and the video was a hoot. And I think that they were trying to claim it. The Ukraine said it wasn't them. I actually believe them. I don't think it was them. I think it was probably the Russians being stupid. I don't know what else to, because it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. First off, why would it, how could you even have it get that close to the Kremlin in the first place? It's the, don't they watch everybody? Don't they watch everything? Good heavens. And it showed it flying right into the, like right into the building. It just was dumb looking. Juan has the, uh, on the simulcast, yeah, one drone, it flew, and then boom. And they said, I guess, that it was near where Vlad Putin was staying or something like that. I, how did it get that close? Why wouldn't it just, wouldn't you, they have shot it down forever ago? Right. I'm really just, I thought that they had like a, a much wider and more in-depth spy system than this. I'm just, you know, who knew? But uh, no, no one on, that was the most obvious thing ever. If you were going to conduct an assassination attempt, seriously, in full, like, you see all the lights there? The cameras pointed at the building? We're going to fly this drone? No, that was the Russians thinking that they could do, I don't know. That's so goofy. That is so goofy. It's not as goofy as what the Navy did. Oh, boy. You want to know why recruitment is down? They said that naval recruitment is falling short by 8,000. Yeah. And so they were trying to figure out how in the world, how are they going to do this? How are they going to fix this issue? And they figured out, because, you know, you keep hearing about all of these um, influencers that are being hired, whether it's by the administration, et cetera, et cetera. So they have, uh, they decided that they were going to have a digital ambassador. The Navy did. So they hired Yeoman Second Class Joshua Kelly to be a part of their outreach. They said they want more Gen Z sailors. And they turned to this guy who was a drag performer. His stage name is Harpy Daniels. And he performed drag, uh, I guess, on TikTok. Did they really? Oh, my gosh. Guys, what do we know about TikTok and the CCP? And we have our Navy doing digital outreach on TikTok with drag. Did Xi Jinping write this whole thing? Let's see. We're going to further demoralize our armed forces and uh, undermine preparedness. And then we're going to use the CCP completely, you know, compromising app TikTok to do it as the, as the way to distribute the information. So this guy, he uh, gets all up in drag and he uh, announced on TikTok that he's the Navy's first digital ambassador. And he's performing in drag. Because I guess that's how they, they're going to try to get Gen Z. We're going to get our asses kicked in a war, aren't we? What in the world? What in the world? And then, he's, of course, he's got a sign of, of him where he says, Make America free, pro-choice, my body, my choice. Dude, you can't get pregnant. Jiminy Christmas. 
He was also, he said he was inspired by the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. He started watching when he was 16. And so that's apparently what the Navy is doing. Is that going to make anybody really, uh, really sign up for the Navy? The answer is no. I'm being entirely rhetorical. It's not. Is it, would you say RuPaul is a gateway trans? So he first started performing on ships after a sanctioned morale, welfare, and recreation MWR lip-syncing contest in 2017. He was deployed on the USS Ronald Reagan, and then he became a regular in competitions. He says he's never experienced harassment or anything like that. He said that when he was scheduled to perform at a DEI event at Langley Air Force Base in 2022, he says it caused an uproar to many conservatives and Christian extremists. Yeah, people who were wondering why in the hell the Navy was hosting a drag event. Like, why is that? What is going on? I mean, are they, it's like they're, they, this is what you do if you want to totally undermine the preparedness of the military. And you're focusing on all of these identity politic things instead of focusing on a united fighting force. This has nothing to do with unity. This has everything to do with how do you troll people who are going to otherwise, you know, criticize the uh, the military and how are you going to drive away uh, people who would otherwise be inclined to maybe uh, uh, enlist? This is this is insane. Our military has gone entirely woke. They have. And they're going and, and they wonder why they're falling short of recruitment. Why are we falling? We just don't know. We can't figure it out. Let's do more of what's actually driving people away. That was their, apparently their thought. Let's do more of it. So this individual, I guess, I don't, I don't even know what that entails. What is he going to make like drag videos about the Navy? Why don't they win wars? So he identifies as non-binary, according to the Daily Caller. Uh, yeah, he's a digital... I mean, if the Navy brought him on, does that mean they're paying him? And, you know, the Navy's money's our money. I'm just wondering, is that... Are they paying him? So he's the new digital ambassador. I... What is this... Again, what is this... The reason why people are criticizing this is because it has nothing to do with the purpose of the military. You are infusing cultural warfare into the military which undermines unity and preparedness because the issue is that the i mean nobody cares who you sleep with how you identify etc no that's that's irrelevant when it comes to the fi a fighting force you have to have the, the strength of unity in order to complete these objectives and i just don't see how this fulfills this and what is this? I mean, it, it makes us look like a joke. We look like a joke. And we don't look peace through strength, peace through superior firepower. This conveys neither of those things. I just, it's not going to, but it's, that's their DEI policy update. The Navy's committed to recruit and retaining soldiers, fostering an inclusive culture. I just, can you, can you kick butt? That's it. Can you fight? Do you want to fight for your country? Can you fight? Are you willing to pop a commie? Yes, no, these are the only questions worth asking. No one, get, no one cares what you do in your private time. No one cares how you choose to sleep with people. No one cares if you dress up in women's clothes in your private time. Can you fight? Are you willing to fight? Are you willing to make that sacrifice? Those are the only things that matter. 
Everything else is a distraction. And it gets people killed. We're sacrificing the safety of service members at the expense of political correctness, DEI, Marxist BS. A bunch of dudes in cosp and woman face in cosplay. So on top of this, and I have this, I actually, I think I sent this out in your rundown, your email rundown. Bud Light is trying to make good. They're freaking out right now. I told you that we had some advertising ideas for them that they could do to help remedy this situation. So, but they think giving free beer to every wholesale employee as a way to ask for forgiveness, that's going to help. So they're handing out free beer to try to squash the backlash. I'm telling you, this is what you do. If you're Bud Light, if I was the marketing director, and if you guys steal any of my ideas, I'll come for you. Bud Light. This is how you do it. You have every single, like, icon. Have, like, your, your hardcore dudes, you know, like the old, like, what they would say, like your Burt Reynolds-looking dudes. Get the 80s pinups. Get your millennials. I read this story today where it said millennials hit middle age, and there was somebody that they quoted as saying that they were 44 years old and they were a millennial. Shut up, you're Gen X. You're not a millennial. They, and, and have, like, Gen Z and everybody... And quit overcompensating and quit trying to overrepresent a tiny fraction of the populace and shove, you know, this, this, this cosplay, especially with someone who treats it like this. That's the thing. Can I make this point too? I was having a conversation with a friend over the weekend and I was saying, you know, the difference between somebody like Dylan Mulvaney and somebody like Kitty Demure, he was on Jesse Waters' program. Kitty Demure is like, no, no, no. And, and I thought, and, and he's a dude, he knows, he's not forcing people to do their pronouns and all this stuff, but he was saying, do you realize that drag actually is misogynist? Because it started when, you know, women were barred from performing on stage and men dressed up in makeup as women because women were barred from performing. It's, it has a misogynist origin, which of course they're not telling anybody that. Uh, but Kitty Demure, Demure was saying that... Um, that, you know, go, not doing the pronouns and was, you know, criticizing Dylan Mulvaney and criticizing Bud and Bud Lizer and Anheuser-Busch. The difference between somebody like Dylan Mulvaney and Kitty Demure is that Kitty Demure knows that he's a dude. And he's not forcing you to acknowledge anything else. And he's not wanting to criminalize you if you don't affirm his self-perception. Whereas Dylan Mulvaney is making the most ridiculous caricature, a stereotype of a woman, and it is mocking and it is, it is disrespectful. That's the difference. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups. Automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5. So apparently, Iran has seized its second oil tanker in a week. U.S. Navy reveals footage of Tehran's vessel surrounding the ship in the Strait of Hormuz. Uh, it's a Panama flag oil tanker in the Strait. This happened earlier today. It's the second such capture by Tehran in recent days. The first was another Houston-bound tanker. Uh, the Navy's Bahrain-based Fifth Fleet identified the vessel as the Nivoi. Ne- can't even say it. Uh, it said Iran's paramilita- paramilitary revolutionary guard seized it at 6 a.m. local time. The Navy published pictures of these vessels surrounding the tanker. They forced it to reverse course and head towards Iranian territorial waters, uh, according to the Navy. They said that's contrary to international law. Second time they've done it. You see all these other... I mean, that is... Man, that's dangerous. It's, uh, the shipping registry show the ship is being managed out of Greece. And uh, they haven't commented on it, but this ship had been traveling from Dubai to UAE's port, and it was forced to change course. So, uh, and we, and all on, all on camera, I mean, there's no denying it. 25 uh, counties with the longest life expectancy revealed. Apparently, a fishing community in Alaska is where people live 25 years longer than the average American. That's interesting. It's in the Aleutians. Isn't that interesting? That's uh, the little chain up there in Alaska. They said that's where they live the longest. Scientists, I did not even know this. Mount Everest makes terrifying noises at night. Did you know this? It does. The rapid temperature drops at night cause ice to contract and crack deep within. Uh, and they apparently all these researchers spent weeks measuring vibrations in the glaciers. But people say that there's a chorus of these, a chorus of these splintering noises and it sounds terrifying. And they figured out that that's, this is exactly what is causing it. That's creepy, though. Ooh, I don't like that. Stick with us. we got a lot more in store, folks, back right after this. Folks, your financial freedom is at stake when the government thrives on creating unrelenting inflation and astronomical debt, crippling interest rates, and market turmoil that we haven't seen in decades. And now you have an administration that wants to tax everything that you have to fund runaway entitlement spending. You should empower yourself with opportunity and the freedom to pursue success and to keep the fruits of your hard work. And if you want to protect your future, you should call a precious metals dealer that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. And all it takes to get started is a short phone call. An American Hartford Gold can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They make it easy. American Hartford Gold is the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call today and they'll give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Call American Hartford Gold today at 866-887-1188. That's 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. That's 866 866- 887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders 
no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To catch up on all the headlines and crazy wokery, download the Dana Show podcast and get Dana's perspective on the Dana Show. Well, Chris, I think there's a difference between catching somebody in a criminal act and catching them in a politically problematic act. I mean, as I read that transcript, this was a 2020 interview, and they're asking Secretary, current Secretary Blinken about events that occurred in 2015. Now, as you said, he clearly says no. They ask him whether or not he had any conversations. He says, not that I recall. And then they move and they say, how about emails or texts? And he says flat out no. Now, whether, you know, clearly, and they say they found information off of Hunter Biden's laptop that clearly shows uh, correspondence back and forth between now Secretary Blinken and Hunter Biden. If that's accurate, that's still a long way from being a violation of the law. My favorite thing about this whole video, first off, welcome back to the program. Dana Lash with you. Is, uh, oh my gosh, I totally spaced on his name. Chris Cuomo? No, 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 the other dude on there. Oh, uh, Carville, Carville. James Carville. I used to, I was, when I was the token conservative at CNN, he was on with me all the time. He was actually very nice. Uh, and he hated some of the same people I hated, which made us friends. He's, he will not not wear LSU gear. He will physically, he will fight like the vice president of standards and practices over it. It is so funny that he was all ducked out in his gear. He just doesn't even care. But uh, that was uh, Peter Strzok, the disgraced FBI agent that, CNN still loves to have on, right? And, uh, wait, no, not CNN. That was, oh, that yeah. was uh, what's his faces? Uh, the other Cuomo, the spare, his little whatever that is, the news name. I don't even know what that is. But Peter Strzok, the disgraced FBI agent who looks like the elf on a shelf in a suit, he does. He was the guy, remember, I'll never forget the hearing that turned into a gif where he like fidgeted in his seat like a weirdo who was texting Lisa Page, the other FBI agent, and discussing how they wanted to stop the 2016 election, et cetera, et cetera. He's saying that it's not a big deal. You know, if Anthony, if Anthony Blinken lied under oath, it's not a huge deal. I mean, he's facing questions because apparently, you know, he was misleading members of Congress about Hunter. He, I mean, it seemed like he was closer to Hunter Biden than he was Joe, than he was Dad Joe. I mean, when you look at, go back and look at some of the emails. Now, if he did lie, then that's perjury. But, but see, Peter Strzok has to defend Antony Blinken testifying in 2020 that he never mailed Hunter, e- emailed Hunter Biden, even though he did. Because then he would incriminate himself or, or give credence to his wrongdoing, which he denies to this day. So that's why he said the whole, well, there's the difference between catching someone in a criminal act and catching them in a politically problematic act. Oh, we're not doing what is is. We're not doing that. And as Kane notes, out, Kane notes 
they threw the book at General McFlynn. For him saying, I don't recall. And he literally did not recall. He didn't purposefully lie. He just didn't remember. And they said, oh, well, that's just like lying. So they, that's what, that's what his whole thing came down to. It's D, different. There's a D difference. I mean, he was, you know, Peter Strzok, he was FBI. So he's defending, this is why you can't, you know, they will always justify whatever means because it serves the end. If it's the, the measure of whether it is right and good isn't determined by our actual, you know, definition of what is right and our definition, you know, of, of morality, of expectation of ethics or what we define as good. Now, their measure is whether or not it advances the end. If it serves their ultimate goal, then it is justified. Then it's good because it serves the ultimate goal. It doesn't really matter. I mean, if it violates a law, but it serves a bigger purpose. So that's inconsequential. That's wild. And he just, I, he, and he, the, that he sits there and he's just so sanctimonious about it. it it's, it's still perjury. It's not just problematic. It's, that's the wrong P. It's perjury. It's perjury it's not politically problematic act it's perjury he's antony blinken perjured himself that's just that's that's the bottom line of it i mean there's no getting around it good heavens now a couple of other things i, I saw this this morning this is a daily caller piece about of all places nordstrom is leaving san francisco they're closing up shop they're one of the latest, but they're a huge business. That's They're closing both of their San Francisco locations and the Off the Rack, the Nordstrom Rack. Wait, it's like Saks Off the Rack Fifth. Nordstrom Rack, they're, they're closing that one too. According to the San Francisco Standard, that's about 357,000 square feet. So they're closing these stores. They're not renewing its lease obligations. And they said that, uh, the, what, what the reason that they cited was a deteriorating situation. I mean, which meant, oh my gosh, the crime and vagrancy is out of control. Right. Feces and needles everywhere. As far as the eye can see. They said they're done, they're, they're done dealing with it. So they're leaving. That's like the 20th business that's left in, what, uh, the past like year and a half? Almost two years now, I guess. Whole Foods left. Yeah, the Nordstrom pipeline that uh, Karine Jean-Pierre believes exists. Not the Nordstream. No, no, no. The Nordstrom. So it's like when you order on Nordstrom, like all your stuff comes in the pipeline. Whole Foods shut down. Now think about this. This is San Francisco. What do you think? Now, normally, I, when I would ask this, if I would ask this like 10 years ago or five years ago, your answer would be different. If I say, what do you think of, Kane, what do you think of when I say San Francisco now? Now? Now. Oh. Now it's just horrific. Everything that we've seen in the what past. What comes to mind? What is the image in your mind when I say San Francisco? You mean Francisco? needles, feces, <laughs> lots of hills, maybe even needles and feces rolling down hills. <laughs> okay. Now, if I were to ask you 10 years ago, oh. 
Then what would you think? If I would, 10 years ago, if I would say, Kane, like, what comes in your mind when I say San Francisco? like the bay, you know, the Hippies. bridge, um, you know, just the San Francisco treat, rice roni maybe. You know, the other thing, too, hippie, I blame the old hippies there. I think there's a difference in type of hippie. By the way, we have some of our audience includes, and I'm going to say it because this is how they identify themselves, boomer hippies. But they always insist that they're the good boomer hippies, which I believe this. I believe some of the hippies are actually classical liberals like Tocqueville, and they want to be left alone. They want to organically farm, and they want to drink on pasteurized milk, and they want to do whatever they want to do. They want to weave their sandals out of hemp. That's fine. They want to live their lives and not bother nobody. Then you got these hippies that gave birth to the like neo-Puritan hippies. They're not even hippies anymore. And they want the man in every aspect of their lives. By the way, think about this for a minute. Because I don't really necessarily think this is a Gen X thing. Gen X was u- were used to being overlooked, forgotten about. And I think it's like millennials, younger millennials, not, you know, older millennials, but younger millennials. That how do you go from being a hippie boomer? Because a lot of the millennials were from younger boomers. How do you go from like being the hippie, you know, hippie generation to raising the antithesis of that? Like you are against the man, but now you want more of the man. How does that happen? That fascinates me, actually, from a sociological perspective. I have a um, a take on that. Okay. Yes. Is because what? isn't it natural for you to rebel against your parents? I guess so, to a certain extent. So in my mind, I think that this generation saw their parents who were rightfully against, you know, overreaching of government and things of that nature, and they've worked to be not their parents. And I think that's how it's played out. And I think, too, I'd add to that. I think that the rebelling against your parents isn't because you're you just are trying to be an activist or something. I think it's you're trying to find your identity. Kids trying to find your their identity. They, they want to define the, themselves their own. Like, for instance, my husband and I, you know, we're retired goth kids. And my, my younger son likes to wear black, and he has more of the aesthetic of us than my older son does. My older son thinks it's ridiculous. And he's just like, I am so not into that. Like, he's very... My, my younger one, when he was a lot younger, his rebellion was to basically try to be Alex P. Keaton in both visually and he is him mentally, but he was like very suit and hat. Like he was very, now he's more of our aesthetic, way more. But when he was younger, that was how he rebelled. He was a prep. I didn't know how to deal with that. He would come home and ask because he would like, he would do stuff with his friends on the weekends and, 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 and be, and then they, cause they have a uniform at school and uh, he would be like, oh, they, his like friends would have like a preppy kind of shirt. And I don't know, it was like some prep brand. I don't even know where to get those clothes. I literally buy what I'm wearing right now. I got for free at my gun range. And you, I wear black t-shirts all the time because I buy them in bulk. I, in some ways, I'm like the dream shopper. I buy t-shirts in bulk in black. And when I want to dye them, when, when they start to fade, throw them in a top loader with dye. There, you're welcome. Because I hate buying the same thing. I literally will wear the same thing over and over again because I cannot stand. I can't stand trying to figure that stuff out. It's annoying. I hate shopping. I hate it to death. I just want to wear the same thing every day and I'd be happy. But you guys would complain. I hear that. I hear it. You're like, why don't you wear some color? Because I can't dress myself and I won't hire a stylist. That's why. So anyway, long story short, kids rebel. 
I get it. And so he now he's not like that. So I guess that to your point came, they decided to go and be little minions of the man because their parents were very opposite that. Right. Gosh, they have to be disappointed. There's certain things I just wouldn't allow, right? I just won't allow in my house. I, I would not have allowed, I, I, I got to say, I would not have allowed it to get that far. I'd be like, that's detrimental to your well-being. Knock it off. Like I, I, ta- I taught my kid about taxes. Like when we gave, when they would do work around the house, because I told you I didn't give allowances. And I would literally, they'd have to write the little check and they'd come to the bank of mom and I would give them after I took taxes out and they were appalled. And I'm like, that's taxes. I'm like, don't vote Democrat then. <laughs> that's how I ran my, and they were like, oh, <laughs> but that's how we did it. Yeah. Some of my, some of my, uh, their friends' parents thought I was nuts, but you know what? Now look at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very responsible kids. They understand money. You can't expect that reality from media. Exactly. But there's certain things I just will not allow. You know, I told my kids, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. But if you vote for someone that raises my taxes, if you vote for CRT and DEI, I will take it out on you in terms of how you are supported. That will expedite how soon you are out on your ass in the real world. There are consequences to elections. That's what I've told them. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but I'll know because you are horrible liars. I will know. So there's just some things I won't allow. Like if I was a boomer. I would kick the crap out of my kid if they were going to turn into like a minion for the man. If they're going to go out there, we want more government. Shut up. Oh my gosh. I would have beaten you to death in the street. No way. There's just certain things I just will not allow because I'm the parent. It's a mom tatorship. There's no freedom in this house. This isn't a republic. I don't even acknowledge that it's a democracy. Come on. I just don't understand how the old hippies got millennials. Steve, you're the only one we like. I don't get it. How does this happen? Your parents did it right, Kane. It's true. It's true. Because your parents are boomers. And they didn't raise you to be a yes man for the man. No, as a matter of fact, I never really. What did they do different? I I never really got um, anything politically hammered into my head until. I at least showed some understanding of it, like in my teens, right? So none of this was burdened by, oh, unburdened by what has been. Oh my gosh, um, I hate you. I wasn't burdened by, as a kid, with you know outrageous emotions and lack of understanding and then trying to then fit in this right. political narrative. To me, it just doesn't work. It, your emotions get too crazy. But when you get a little older, I think that's what it is. Yeah. You don't want to get kids involved in politics too soon. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't stand that when people are like, yeah, I can't do that. We've had... I've told you guys before, we've had like groups that have wanted the kids to get involved in stuff and especially the oldest, they've, they're out and they're like, oh, you should have, you know, him come and get involved in this. And I'm like, you only, you only want him because you, you think it's because of his, you know, he's my kid. I'm like, he doesn't pay taxes. This kid doesn't know nothing. I'm like, I mean, he does, but no, he's not ready for this. I'm not putting him out there. It's not happening. He's got to, he's got to get tested. He's got to get tested more. But, um, I, I just that is a thing that absolutely fascinates me with us. And I know we were ta- I didn't mean to like totally go off into the you know, I had all this whole other stuff, wokery and we gotta talk about, you know, gastos and all this other stuff. But 
I just that absolutely fascinates me. It really does. All right, we uh, we got to move because otherwise, there we're going to go to commercial. And I won't be able to control it. If you have not changed the way that you buy meat yet, you should make the switch to Good Ranchers today. When you subscribe, Good Ranchers will give you one and a half pounds of free bacon in every box for a year. That's a two hundred and forty dollar value, and this bacon tastes so good because Good Ranchers pigs are never crated and they never use antibiotics or added hormones, and they have heritage breeds that have historically produced the best pork in the world. Subscribe today and get their price lock guarantee. What you pay today will be what you pay a year from now. With Good Ranchers, I consistently get the same quantity and quality of meat every single time. Their all-natural burgers, USDA prime steaks, and better-than-organic chicken have changed my standard for great meat, and it will change yours too. Visit GoodRanchers.com and use code DANA for $20 off your next box. Get free bacon, great meat, a secure price, and a bonus of $20 off today at GoodRanchers.com with code DANA when you subscribe. GoodRanchers.com code DANA. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered. Will Republicans miss another layup? New polls show 40% of Republicans don't want Trump to run, but he's still leading in the polls. Has the new Republican strategy become leaning to the left on certain issues? How should Republicans approach this primary strategy with an easy path to the White House? Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Catch The Dana Show noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on DirecTV Channel 347. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of the United States. Well, um, at EPA, we've built environmental justice into our very DNA. And so, uh, number one, we have some very uh, concrete metrics um, that are attached to this $27 billion to be sure uh, that disadvantaged communities and those who are disproportionately impacted have access to this capital. What is environmental justice? For the trees. What is that, though, for real? Like, I'm wanting to know. But what does that mean? Like, I, people throw out these stupid words and they never mean what they actually intend on meaning. They never actually mean that. How about you for, focus, like, on actual justice? Like, the criminals that are being repeatedly let go in these, like, majorly run Democrat cities. I mean, that might be, you know, that might be something to consider. Just, you know, FYI, might be something. So coming up, this is what we got for you. We, we got to get into some wokery because the Navy... They have some new digital outreach, guys. Also, in New York, uh, what is it? From starting in 2026, they're going to uh, impl- start phasing the ban in uh, banning gas stoves and furnaces in New York. They passed that. That's, yeah, we're, I, you know, because it never gets cold up there and then electric performs so well. Good heavens. We got a lot more on the way. Stick with us. Second hour up next.
The KS7 from Keltec might be short and slim on the outside, but it's long under the hood with its 18 and a half inch barrel packed into its bullpup design. It's ready for home defense, backcountry hiking, or anywhere you need a compact 12 gauge shotgun. The KS7 is lightweight with a magazine capacity of 6 plus 1 or 7 plus 1, depending on shell size, easy to handle with rear loading and downward ejection, and standard carry handle that doubles as a sighting solution. Every KS7 produced at Keltec is made in the USA by a team who takes takes pride in their work and believes in respect, family, and the right to bear arms. Every KS7 comes with a lifetime warranty with proof of purchase as original owner. Defend what matters most to you with the KS7 shotgun available through Keltec. Learn more at keltecweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com and sign up for the Keltec Insider and get a 15% coupon for your next order of gear and accessories. Secure your world with Keltec. KeltecWeapons.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You looked at for months that House Republicans need to produce their plan. They did. You said they didn't think they had the votes. They had the votes. You probably don't have 60 votes to, uh, for a clean debt ceiling increase. So isn't it incumbent upon you and the White House to negotiate a deal with spending cuts to raise the debt ceiling? These cuts, as we have pointed out as our hearings will, are so draconian. The American people don't want them, and we cannot. These are not even cuts. And this is not a plan. This, is a, hard, this is a hard right-wing wish list. What does that even mean? A hard what? It's not a hard right wing wish list because if it was a hard right wing wish list, the IRS would be defunded, the ATF would be defunded. I wouldn't be giving my taxes to the absolute scum of the earth, demonic, evil rat bastards that work at the agency that is the IRS, and you can take that with a red bow on it. Uh, I wouldn't be having to adhere to the ridiculous rules put out by the uh, blank hole uh, TF agency. I wouldn't have to be doing any of this stuff. You know what? We wouldn't even be spending the amount of government money that we're spending. We wouldn't even have to be doing any of that. We wouldn't be sending another $300 billion to Ukraine. If this was a right wing wish list, there's a lot of stuff that I would have on here and a lot of stuff that I would have off. Chuck Schumer, I don't know what kind of crack he's hitting, if it's the specific rock that Hunter had, but no, that's not how any of this works. Welcome to the program. Dana Lash here with you, top of this, uh, this here, our, our second hour, uh, Wednesday. And with this, the debt ceiling, I keep reading all of this, this back and forth stuff about the machinations of. Uh, Kevin McCarthy and what Republicans are going to do and uh, whether or not they are able that they, they have the support, you know, from some of the Democrats in the House, how are they going to work on, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. While all of this is happening, we have the now it's eight days, eight days 
for Title 42. Title 42, you've got uh, the uh, situation that we were talking about with with whatever Russia is going to use to try to judge. I think I don't know if this this whole drone thing that uh, they came out with earlier today, as we talked about in the first hour, whether or not this drone attack from Ukraine, this awkwardly looking drone attack that just decided out in full view of all their cameras to try to go at the presidential apartments, the Kremlin or whatever. They're going to try to use that to justify something. Who knows? We have this going on. We have China going on all of this stuff. And they're upset. Because they can't get their entitlement spending. They're upset because people are pushing back on spending the godly, ungodly amount of money going into Ukraine that, that's being spent. I just, and, and then in addition to it, you know, you have Democrats threatening to remove security funding for the Supreme Court. Also, on, on top of all of this, wait, now wait a minute. How are you, how are you figuring out what how is this working? How are you figuring out what you're going to spend your money on and what you're not going to spend your money on? And you decide that this is one of the things you don't want to spend your money on. I don't know if you saw this. Let me pull my piece up here. This was uh, this. Well, this morning, the story ran and I saw it on Twitter first. And then I, I saw the, the Daily Signal had a piece on this uh, because Ted Cruz apparently was the first to kind of blow the alarm on it, so to speak. The senators, Democrat senators, are attempting to leverage the SCOTUS budget. They want an enforceable ethics code. So they're fighting with Supreme Court budget for an ethics code. And you have the House Republicans fighting to not spend taxpayers into an even more insurmountable debt. This is how they prioritize what they want to spend their money on. Of all of the things I would think that you could use for leverage, and they decide, Democrats in the Senate decide to use... The Supreme Court budget, which includes that's their security. That's the security for the Supreme Court. And I don't know if you remember or not when Brett Kavanaugh was threatened and the leak for the row leak came out. I mean, there were a number of of justices that had their lives threatened and they've been going at Clarence Thomas. They've been going at progressives, white progressives have had a race problem with Clarence Thomas for a long time. He they they treat him horribly and they've been going at him since I was a kid since I was a child. They have been going at Clarence Thomas. I don't know if they've ever stopped. They're going at him again uh, because they're trying to act like, you know, ethics probes or whatever. There was a uh, a letter that was unanimously signed by all of the justices, including far left, you know, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, Ketanji Brown Jackson, all of them unanimously signed this letter uh, denouncing this witch hunt into Clarence Thomas, but the left is relentless. They are, they, they have a big problem with the, with the uh, black justice on the court. You know, I mean, that's historical for them. So they've, and, it, and I was watching some testimony from Josh Hawley on this. He was saying, you know, you, you, I mean, you basically threatened them. You, you had a, an assassin. He says that went to the home of, of justice Kavanaugh. Uh, he says that, you know, and, and actually they were, you know, they were going to try to murder him. I mean, that's a, I mean, he was arrested, what, just like a block away, and he was going there with the intent of killing him. And then they had the Supreme Court asked for an increase to help protect the justices uh, because they said they needed an, an expansion of protective activities. This, by the way, comes after you had that that leak uh, that was right before Roe, and everyone remembers that, that, oh, my gosh, that was that was crazy. And so 
the the leak that was right before Roe, that, I mean, really caused a lot of problems. There were threats, increased threats towards the justices. I mean, this was even, there was even more after Kavanaugh. And so, and this is, you know, this was the, what, a year later after all of this? So now we're playing around with their funding. We're playing around with Supreme Court security funding. There was a piece uh, that was that was out. Mary Margaret Olihan had written about how the Dobbs leak had led to attacks on justices and pro-lifers, pro-life clinics. I mean, how many times do you read a story about a pro-life clinic that's been like firebombed, etc.? And they said that it was the what is it, the radical ab- abortion pro-abortion group Ruth sent us urging protesters to go to the homes of six justices. Three in Virginia, three in Maryland, and those were all of the conservative justices on the court. And then you had shut down D.C. that was targeting people's homes, offering bounties for tips as to the justices' locations. I mean, they coordinated. They went to their houses. It wasn't just Kavanaugh. They, they targeted all of them. And now Democrats, who, who created all of this, now they want to play around with the security of the Supreme Court justices. I mean, what kind of signal does this send? I mean, I know what kind of signal it sends, but good heavens. Now, I wanted to get into a couple of other things, too, while uh, because we're going to come back to this. Audio soundbite three. The question that was finally asked at the press conference yesterday, this ongoing custody battle with Hunter Biden and his child, his left child, I guess, with London Roberts. Listen to this. I wanted to ask about the trial going on in Arkansas with Hunter Biden and the child support. Are the president and first lady monitoring that? And how come they haven't acknowledged the seventh grandchild? I'm not going to speak to that from here. How come they haven't acknowledged the seventh grandchild? Oof. Oof. Why? But why couldn't she speak to it from there? I'm curious, why, why couldn't she speak to it from there? The reason I ask is because they're so eager to use the pulpit for everything else, the, the dais for everything else. They, he brings out his grandkids when it's convenient for him. He brings out the women in his family when it's convenient for him. He puts up his kids, six of his grandkids' stockings on the fireplace, and he runs on this... Uh, perception that he's some sort of affable grandfather so why why can't she speak to it from there i mean when you look at this story it's it is heartbreaking to have i mean this i mean he abandoned this little girl this isn't about petty politics this is also about democrats talk this huge game about Caring for the single mother and caring for children, etc. And then when it comes down to it, what do you see? They he wants nothing to do with this child. Well, she's like, is she like three now, three or four? She's she's like two years older, or maybe a year and a half older. I can't remember how much older she is than his uh, son with his Instagram influencer wife that they were just married. But. To ignore this little girl, not only did he, he wants to ignore her. So first off, he was actually fighting. He didn't want to pay child support. And then he didn't want to take, he didn't want to claim her. And then they had to drag him in for uh, a court uh, demanded paternity test, which proved he was the father. 
Then they had to fight him to get him to pay child support. And then he's now he's trying to play the, the part of the poor artist and say that he can't afford it. He doesn't want to pay child support. He lives, guys, he lives in a three-plus million-dollar mansion in Malibu. I met one of his Secret Service agents at SHOT Show. Was it SHOT Show? Yeah, it was at SHOT Show. And he came up. And it said Secret Service Malibu, and I knew immediately who, who he didn't even have to tell me anything. I just said if he is, uh, resp- I, I just asked if he is uh, protecting anyone from the president's family in California, and he, all he said was yes, ma'am. That was that was it. He didn't say anything else. So I mean, you know immediately. So Hunter Biden lives in a Malibu mansion. I don't know if you've seen it. If you've seen pictures, it's gorgeous. It, I can't remember the square footage. Has like what five or six bedrooms a huge gourmet kitchen. It has a pool. It's like up on the hill. So like when you stand in the backyard, according to the, all the photos, all you see is the ocean. Um, it's really amazing. And then next door they had, a, and that's 20000 20 to $25,000 a month that he pays for that house. Next door, it's also like $25,000 a month that we have to pay for secret service to live next door to Hunter Biden so that they can protect him. So they, ha- they live in the house ne- next door and we, the taxpayers, pick up the lease on that. We pay for that per month. And he doesn't have to live in Malibu. They have no family in Malibu. He has no family in Malibu. He just wants to live out there because that's where he thinks rich people live. Because, as I've said, they're white trash. He thinks that that's where w- rich people live is Malibu. I mean, it's like, you know, progressive mentality. And so he drives. He has a Porsche, uh, Porsche Panorama. He also has, uh, what's that six-figure electric car? can't remember what it is. It's like some super, there's a lot of, um, it's a company that he apparently invested some of the the Biden money, which is taxpayer money, some of this money in. And there's a lot of controversy. It's this energy, uh, green energy company that had a lot of problems and was going bankrupt. He was driving the six-figure electric supercar around, uh, his Porsche. Uh, He lives in a mansion and he has the audacity to go down there hat in hand in Arkansas and act like he's too poor for his kid. Not only that, but he's trying to block her from taking his last name. Now, a lot of people might say, oh, well, you know, London Roberts, it's smart. I mean, why would you want the little girl to have his last name? Uh, I mean, that's problematic. I get it. But he's going to make millions of dollars trading on his last name. Why shouldn't his little girl? And you know what? Here's the thing. The mom is simply arguing. And I'm happy that she's standing up to this guy. All of his other kids live a privileged lifestyle, right? One of his granddaughters, one of Hunter's kids, was literally living in the White House. When Vogue went over there to do a piece about her uh, for uh, their magazine, she told them that she was living in the White House prior to their wedding. All of Hunter's kids have these privileged lives. And what the court will recognize is that this little girl, they do not draw a distinction, this little girl has to live the same lifestyle as all of these other kids. So London Roberts is pushing that. He's got to pony up. He absolutely has to pony up here. So, and what's what it's going to do, he's, he's shooting himself in the foot. He's going to have to open all of his records. That's what the judge demanded uh, this week. When you see judicial rot running rampant and American companies embracing insanity and wokery, you got to fight back, starting with the way that we spend our money. So for years, big mobile companies have dumped millions into leftist causes, and you know we just kind of took it because another option didn't exist. Well, now one does. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they offer dependable, 
nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda. And when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responders. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call them at 878-PATRIOT and get free activation today with offer code Dana. Ask about their coverage guarantee as well. PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 878-PATRIOT. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5. I can't believe this. I mean, finally, this is happening. Finally. How many times, how many headlines did I have about Novak Djokovic, who was not able to compete at the U.S. Open, right? How many times? So now the president of the United States, it was his mandate to demand that international travelers and, you know, federal employees get the injection. It wasn't the CDC. The CDC was going along with his edict. So he stopped his edict he finally dropped it so that means Novak Djokovic is actually going to be able to come to the U.S. Open this year and finally compete now the requirement for international travelers for the vax ends on May 11th and he's been one of the most uh, high he's the high most high profile athlete who's been uninjected and he's missed all these competitions from this but I'll, I'll I'll remind you and I say this because it's been misreported it wasn't the CDC's mandate this was Biden's mandate that the CDC followed I still see news articles that don't exactly have that correct. So I just want to make sure you know who the ownership belongs to. The party's over for woke vice media as it prepares to file. I'm not going to pretend that I didn't laugh. It's going to it's filing for bankruptcy. Oh, no. Six years after it was valued. How wait? Six billion dollars. Six billion dollars. No way. Latest media upstart to collapse amid dwindling revenue. You know why? Because economic times are tough. Advertising is going down across the board. Everybody's got to rethink things. You got to rethink everything. Uh, do you guys remember uh, TJ Ducklow? He sounds like a horrible rapper, but he's not. Um, he's actually a former White House deputy press secretary. Do you remember how he got fired because he had all of these threatening and abusive remarks? This was literally within like the first three to four months of Biden's of Biden's term. He was threatening and using horrible language to a political reporter. And so now he's being welcomed back in the fold. Very quietly, the White House is bringing him back. They think that he's a talented operative and he's paid for his mistake. Really? Do you think so? Because I don't. I really don't. Uh, let's see. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel is being blasted because he allegedly, or sorry, Jimmy Fallon, he allegedly skipped the writer's strike, uh, the meeting before the writer's strike happened. So a lot of his staffers are coming out and saying, oh, well, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel 
or sorry, Jimmy Fallon, the same thing, uh, had skipped the writer's strike meeting about pay. And so they're super mad at him right now. And they're saying that he's kind of hypocritical, et cetera, et cetera. We have uh, a lot more on the way, including some media. These leaks, where are they from on Tucker Carlson? Stick with us. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you just want to stay informed or just hear her vent about all the ridiculousness in the world, make sure to download the Dana Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You assured Congress uh, some time ago that the Hunter Biden investigation would be conducted without any kind of political interference. Uh, and I wonder uh, if you would believe that you that, that is still the case, uh, if that is still the case, that the investigation is not being interfered in any political way, uh, since a, uh, an agent from uh, Mr. Lee's agency uh, has now come forward claiming whistleblower status and, and alleging that there has been some kind of interference. Yes, it's still the case. I stand by my testimony, and I refer you to the U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, who is in charge of this case and capable of making any decisions that he feels are appropriate. Hmm. So he's not going to stand. So Garland's saying that he's standing by his testimony as it relates to Hunter Biden. Yeah. What? But what? Yeah. Exactly. What Kane is saying. What is? What does he mean by interference? I mean. So this all comes down to this was yesterday. Uh, what? Well, first off, welcome back to the program, Dana Lash, with you. Bottom of the second hour. This is. These were from his remarks uh, when he was talking about this long running uh, the the long running. This has been going on for quite some time. Uh, federal investigation of Hunter Biden. And the IRS whistleblower was claiming in their uh, with their accusations that there was a cover up. And so at this presser, Garland was asked about this complaint and said that, you know, you assured Congress a while ago that the Hunter Biden investigation was going to be conducted without any kind of political interference. This was the question he asked. He's like, is that still the case? Are you still not interfering? Because the way that this, so first off, collusion is different. Yeah, collusion is different from interference. He, I mean, I think the correct question to ask is, are you still colluding with him? Part of it. The interference comes when the DOJ and the FBI and everyone else and the intel agencies all got together and said, no, no, no. This story about all of this, because remember the data, a lot of the data pertinent to this investigation came from these laptops about his finances, because the investigation is of a financial matter. And you have the IRS looking at his dealings 
This is actually the IRS doing something good. Look at me. I'm telling. Actually, I still think they totally need to be defunded and abolished. But, you know, at least if you have to have them, at least they're looking at this. This is how bad it is, though. Can I just reiterate how unbelievably bad it must be in an environment where Hunter Biden can lie on a federal form to purchase a gun, a 4473, about being a crackhead? He can lie on a form, which is a felony. He has, I mean, I don't know, how many illegal abuses do you want to, how many abuses of the law do you want to count with him? And they protect him. Can you imagine how bad this must be if the IRS is still going through with this investigation? Can you imagine? Because that must mean that there is something there, right? Because they protect him with everything else. Think about it. They absolutely, they've protected him with his child custody, He's been living at the White House or instead of his Malibu, Malibu mansion, he's been at the White House for some time so he can avoid being subpoenaed. Can you imagine how ultimately bad this must be if he's they can't they can't shield him from this ongoing investigation? So the best they can do is Garland getting out there and doing the dance. And so he was asked, you know. You were you promised Congress that this investigation investigation is not going to have any political interference. Is that still the case? Because the whistleblower says there has been. Garland says, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I stand by my testimony. And that's when he said, I refer you to the district of Delaware, the 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 uh, uh, district attorney there who's in charge of the case. He's going to, you know, make any. So he just kind of pushes it, pushes it off. So he did two things there. He pushed it off, and then he also tried to wash his hands of culpability. Oh, no, 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 it's not me. I'm not overseeing this. You're going to have to ask the DA in Delaware. You're going to have to ask that person. I, 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 you know, I'm absolved of this case. I can't. So this has been go- the case has been going on for three years. And remember, when the, the, with the laptop, a lot of the information pertaining to the financial, uh, a lot of the financial part of this was, was, on that laptop and it had to do with the firm that he had created with one of the with his uncle uh joe biden's brother the seneca seneca falls thing their firm that was working with china getting in gobs of money and then not properly disclosing all of this and not claiming all of it either that's what this is all about which then makes me think you know it doesn't matter who you are at the end of the day if it comes down to the government you know making their nut right so the whistleblower was saying that, yeah, you know what, the, uh, there has been preferential treatment and false testimony, and the false testimony came from Merrick Garland. Oh, I believe it. And Merrick Garland's like, no, not me. Totally not me. I didn't do this. This whole, this whole thing began in 2018, the Hunter Biden investigation, even before Joe Biden was in office. They just got more information from that laptop when, when the laptops came over. That's how you knew it was, it was his laptop. That's why conservatives felt confident and, and some other people who weren't conservative felt confident in saying that because the FBI took it. And, they, and a lot of the data that was on that also became part of this investigation that started in 2018 into his finances. So they, I mean, this was, they, they took it and they, this, what, this was, yeah, it was entered into record in Congress, et cetera. The media worked definitely in suppressing this and interfering with it, and big tech did too. I mean, we don't need to go over all of that. But I just just think about this because under – I want to go back for a minute to uh, Paul Manafort. Do you remember what he was convicted of? So he had FARA violations, Foreign Agents Registration Act violations, 
Um, they said that he had some tax fraud and bank fraud. They were, and they had, he had a lower witness tampering charge. Now, he was convicted for all of these things. Paul Manafort was not, an, an, I'm not saying he was an innocent victim. What I'm saying is look at the disparity in, dif- in treatment between him and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden has done the exact same things, I would even argue, to a worse extent. He faces fair allegations because of what he did when he was on the board of Burisma. Because Foreign Agents Registration Act, if you are representing a foreign entity or working with an entity that's headquartered in a foreign company or a foreign country and you're trying to gain influence uh, with U.S. officials and lawmakers and you're effectively lobbying, you have to register as a foreign agent. And so Paul Manafort was found guilty of not doing that. And so by working for this Ukrainian gas company, he got up to he's got millions of dollars for this. He is he faces these allegations of violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act. I mean, and that's obvious. I mean, we have the receipts there. I mean, for crying out loud, you had Hunt, you had Joe Biden who was there visiting Ukraine and they were and he's in the there's evidence in these emails of him discussing, you know, his son's uh, board appointment, etc. And so he's. Was I mean, I don't know how you skirt this. He's being so protected. There's your in, there's your interference. And then, of course, he's under investigation for the tax fraud. And that was announced. That separate one was announced after uh, 2020. So they're, they're saying, oh, it's possible tax fraud. It's just his overseas business dealings. It's China. It's all China. But he's out walking around living his best life. Knocking up dancers and then refusing to take responsibility for his children, which just told how much his painting sell for what five figures? I think the lowest one was two hundred twenty-five thousand on average, like five hundred thousand a pop. Oh, but he's too broke to pay child support, guys. He's too broke. He's going to ultimately take. I mean, the biggest, the weakest spot in this family is him. I mean, the whole family's a mess. The whole family, the uncle. Joe Biden himself, his daughter, a niece, I mean, the son. Oh, my gosh. It is, it's like the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. The whole family's a mess. He's the worst, though. He's the worst because he thought that no one would care that he wasn't respectable. Turns out they still do. So... Garland's part in this at some point is going to come out. His untruthfulness in all of these hearings at some point is going to come out. Just it's just a question of when. All right. As for media, have you seen these leaks? So Media Matters has been dropping leaks. Have you seen this? I think the leaks, we talked a little bit about it the other day, the yummy one. They came out with a couple of other ones where he uh, apparently has uh, funny conversations with some of the some of his colleagues and some of the producers jokes with some of the producers he literally says like nothing horrific at all whatsoever and i guess you know they're trying to tarnish his image with us like he how he criticized fox in one video for how they make it difficult to access fox nation he wasn't actually going after the content he was saying that it was difficult to find he was talking about the the ease of use uh, for the website, which he's being honest about it. And, and, you know, I mean, these aren't like any, this isn't anything that 
here's the thing that I want people to understand. So all of this stuff, when, and when you watch the videos, you have the hair and makeup person who's there. This is just, he's on a hot mic. The camera's rolling. They're testing the shots. You know, they're looking at the iris. They're trying to, you know, to, to, to map out their shots for the show. And this is all, all this video feed from the studio runs through the cables all the way back into the big old control room. And you have people there in the control room that, you know, they, if it's live to tape, meaning they'll, they'll treat it like a live show and they record it to tape. These things are never published online. The videos that they do, this kind of stuff like this, is never published online. It's not available anywhere. It's not made like a blooper reel. It's none of that. It's just them sitting there getting ready to do the show, kind of going back and forth, having casual conversation and getting ready to start. Every single program has things, they, they operate like this. And I know everybody's focusing on media matters and asking, well, you know, media matters, they think that this is going to hurt Tucker Carlson. It's just, it just actually makes him more endearing because I think he's hysterical. And then he told at one point, he goes, hey, media matters for America, go blank yourself. I mean, we do that here, except we do it on air. But. I still don't. And then he had a joke about uh, Bill O'Reilly with his uh, blanket. We'll do it live, which became a meme. It's like one of the first viral videos. And like he says, like, for instance, in one point, he says, uh, I can never assess my appearance. I wait for my postmenopausal fans to weigh in on that. And what is it like? What? What? Yeah. What is wrong with him saying what he's saying? And Media Matters acts like this is, oh, my gosh. But but again, here's the thing. This is a feed of what's happening on set that goes back through the control room. Media Matters isn't working Fox. Where's this video coming from? How did Media Matters get this video? I know, I'm just, I'm going to lay that out there. Think about who gave them the video. I mean, yeah, it would be like somebody at the first on commercial break because we, oh my gosh, we make fun of horrifically of people. Um, it would be like somebody taking us, like who, I mean, some of the people we made fun of. Oh my gosh. Or we'll, or it's like really weird conversation about aliens. It'd be like somebody taking that and then giving it to media matters. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like public. It's not like it's released online on social media somewhere. Someone had to take this footage and give it to media matters. Who are the only people that would have access to it though, Kane? The source would be one. And the sources? In this instance? Uh-huh. Fox. Hmm. Or the first? And which one are you talking well, about? Well, yeah, first? Fox okay. and Tucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fox. so. Yeah. Now, then you have to ask yourself, is this an errant producer who's doing this? Because not everyone is ideologically uniform there. Is it an errant producer that's doing this? Or is it a direction of the network? I mean, I'm just, I'm curious about this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. This is the most amazing headline ever. So this, I know I said that, okay, I know I said this about two other Florida man stories. This actually is, it, okay, this is it. A man arguing with a parrot was pulled over for erratic driving in Clearwater, Florida. This is a real story, I swear to you. There's even a photo that the troopers have with the parrot. Florida Highway Patrol received numerous calls about a guy driving, driving erratically. And they were like, oh my gosh, he's probably intoxicated. This is Saturday night in Clearwater. They located the car near Clearwater Beach, and they pulled it over. I swear to you, this is true. I'm not making this up. When they approached the car, they found a man and his parrot having an argument. You know, typical Saturday night. The parrot became angry because it wanted to go home, but the man wanted to go to Clearwater Beach. The argument distracted the man, causing him to drive erratically, said troopers. They said that they successfully de-escalated the situation and resolved the standoff. They didn't say who won the argument. He was literally, so just to recap, a Florida man was literally driving erratically because he was arguing with his parrot and it distracted him. I want a parrot now. (laughs) It's my first thought. I want a parrot. Just to argue with it. Can you imagine? And I could bring it in here some, some days. How amazing would that be? No, parrot. Yeah, you are wrong, parrot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you hear all these stories. I really want one now. I swear to you, I'm, I'm going to look into this. Do they get lice, though? I don't like that. I don't know. Don't they? I'm sure they do. Okay, I just, but still, I want one. I mean, that's amazing. My dog can't talk back to me, but this bird can. Uh, okay, so here's uh, a Florida woman. She sued a gay dude's resort. Because they wouldn't let her book a room, and she doesn't like their that because she's not a gay dude. Um, it wasn't clothing optional for her. You know what I mean? Like she had to be clothed. Amina Chaudhry filed, filed a complaint with the Florida Commission on Human Relations, saying that it was discriminatory and they needed to be reversed. Can, I just don't know why you'd want to go to that sausage party like that. Like why? Why would you do that? Uh, and it was, she placed flyers questioning their all-male policy, and she was saying that it was discriminatory. D- lady, you're not going to, like, get a, a, a boyfriend there. I, I just don't know if that's what you think is happening. That's not, it's not how that's going to work for you. Stay with us. We have another hour on the way. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jobs for blue-collar workers in this nation are valuable resources. The livelihood and well-being of American families are valuable resources. The ability of America to have our own industry and not be dependent on China is a valuable resource. Why should those things for millions of Americans be sacrificed in, in favor of your agenda for radical climate change? Senator, I, I know that uh, there's like 1.9 jobs for every American in the country right now. So I know there's a lot of jobs. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me... <laughs> You're telling me we've got too many jobs in the country? Well, I'm saying that we don't have enough people. That's why we are um, having a hard time finding folks to work at our department. What? Is that the reason? Are allergies really, really bad? Or did she just say that? Because I'm on, so I'm a little, a little spaced out. I'm on some allergy meds. I'm hoping to wind those down here this month. So, and sometimes it just makes you feel like, hey. <laughs> is that what's happening here? Oh, I don't know. I'm really confused. Because it sounded like, Kane. it sounded like she said, in hearing this audio, that there's just too many too many jobs for blue-collar workers out there, and we just don't have enough blue-collar workers. Yeah. don't have enough. That's it. So it sounded like she said. That's what she said. Huh. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I don't even know. Dana Lash here. You're bemused curmudgeon. Deb Holland, that is that was some sound bites yesterday. Who boy, she um, she didn't know a lot. I don't know how else to put it. She seemed clueless on a number of things, and that wasn't the only thing. Because first off, I just want to say people love jobs. That we we, you guys ruin the economy, and honestly, there yes, there are a lot of. I mean, I know because I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get concrete poured. Oh my gosh, you know it's like a four month wait for concrete. Did y'all know that? Oh, my gosh. We're expanding the studio and doing all of this stuff, and you would not believe how it's still people are still dealing with it. Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Democrats and any Republicans who went along with it. Good heavens. So she also where's this other soundbite at? Because she Josh Hawley, by the way, gave me having a conversation with your toddler vibes from this. Because there, I need to, oh man, Audio Soundbite 2 had my jaw on my desk. Like legit, I actually had my mouth gaping open listening. I watched this clip yesterday. Audio Soundbite 2. This is still Deb Holland, the Interior Secretary. She's supposed to know these things. Listen to this. On the subject of the sweeping mandates related to electric vehicles that the Biden administration has imposed, including now for our military, the metals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries in those vehicles are, of course, lithium, nickel, graphite, and cobalt. Now, can you tell me what nation is the largest producer of refined lithium in the world? No, I can't. It's China. Can you tell me which nation is the largest producer of refined cobalt in the world? No, Senator. It's China. Do you know what nation is the largest exporter of natural graphite to the United States globally? 
No, Senator. It's China. Okay. So in all of these instances, these mandates, your decision to trade off our energy security in favor of a radical climate change agenda is making us more and more dependent on China. And at the same time, you are denying mining, blocking mining, blocking permits for mines in this country that would allow us to develop nickel and copper and cobalt. Why? Why block the development of these resources in our own nation in favor of making us dependent on China? Senator, are you referring to the Boundary Waters? I'm referring to the to the Twin Metals Mine in Minnesota. I think that Senator Bross was just asking about it. Yes, uh, near the Boundary Waters, which is an iconic place and, of course, um, a very valuable ecological um, system to many plants, animals, species. Wow. So Deb Holland, she's the Interior Secretary. And one of the jobs of the Interior Secretary is management of resources. And she has been part of the administration that has been vocally against or vocally for the EV stuff, I should say. Promotions, uh, promoting EV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And apparently she doesn't realize or she I, – I, I honestly, can I just say I don't think that she's qualified for the job, especially with that demonstration of of knowledge these are incredibly important things the interior secretary literally manages the resources of the united states and if you're dealing with the resources of the united states including you know lithium and cobalt and understanding how much we have and how much can even be extracted and you know what the safe practices for extraction are etc etc which we don't even have anything up right now so it's a moot point but part of that also is understanding the importance of those materials as it relates to national security and knowing what other countries are kind of leveraging their ability and their their uh, superior amount of resource of those minerals and their ability to extract them, how that can become a national security issue and how that can be leveraged in order to push subjugation of the United States. And she seems wholly ignorant of that, which is terrifying because that's part of her job. It's like they spent, they made a bigger deal. I get it. They were like, oh my gosh, first Native American. Maybe you should have also focused on, you know, did she, does she know what she's supposed to be doing in this position? It's like Pete Buttigieg. He gets to be Department of Transport, Secretary of Transportation. Why? Because he has sex with dudes. He's gay. Because he knows nothing about transportation. You can get mad at the accurate characterization of that because I put it in unvarnished terms, but that's the reality of it. He was a diversity hire. He knows nothing about his job. He left it like months into his first year and he took all this time off. And then according to uh, uh, other members of uh, even Democrats, other lawmakers, he was ignoring all requests for discussion, information, etc. when we are dealing with the supply chain crisis and he's MIA. So, yeah, the administration like didn't focus so much on merit when they were figuring out clearly uh, who's doing what in the administration. They didn't really focus so much on merit, apparently. But she finally was forced to acknowledge that the reliance of Biden's green agenda on these materials that are monopolized by China further strengthens China. Because of the rare earth mining 
I know that one of the lawmakers said it was 63%. I've actually read where it's upwards of like 71. The majority of it, regardless, takes place in China. And that by obsessing and forcing everyone to move to renewables, you are without any ability to develop it here within the United States on our own. We do not have any working rare earth element mine at all whatsoever in the United States. And we're years away from having one up. One that you are developing an over-reliance upon a geopolitical foe. And that's a very scary thing. Even in the best of times, if everyone was best friends, you would still want to be self-sufficient in the event that that situation changed. This is just common sense. I feel like I would kick the crap out of these people at risk. The game. Oh my gosh. This is like basic 101 government stuff. And the fact that this has to be explained to her, it's just wild. It really, it's just really wild to me. So, I don't know. I, I that was troubling to hear that because it seems like, it's like the, the administration doesn't take it seriously, but you're going to take it seriously. You're going to take it seriously if you have to be forced into buying an EV and you can't afford it. You're going to take it seriously. When your energy bills increase because we're we're strangling off fossil fuels, which are renewable, it's literally renewable. I mean, that's these are all this is a little serious issue. Yeah, and then when you I don't even want to talk about when you got to replace the batteries in your EV because then it's going to be more than the EV is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I don't it, it's not better for the environment. It's not. Speaking of which, uh, did you Kane share the story? So in New York, beginning in twenty twenty six. They're going to ban uh, gas, natural gas stoves and furnaces in most new construction. Hmm. Less than three years away. Yeah. It doesn't get cold up there at all, does it? Ah. New York, right? Yeah. 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 It's the first statewide ban that's been, that's passed in the United States. They're going, they're going to phase in the mandate beginning in 2026. Any new construction of buildings seven stories or less. Sorry, fewer than seven stories. Can we write proper headlines, people? Oh, my gosh. Seven buildings of seven stories or less. If you can count it, it's fewer. If you can't count it, then it's less. You know, this is what separates us from, like, dogs. Is not only our speaking ability and our opposable thumbs, but the idea that we understand the difference between fewer and less. I just hate when journalists don't do this properly. It really angers me. Next to improperly using the phrase beg the question. Nothing irritates me more. I'm sorry, but it like it totally just removes my suspension of disbelief in sharing the story with you. Inner bad grammar. Anyway. So the Associated Press says that the law negotiated between the New York governor and all her other Democrats in the legislature in the state budget, they are uh, passing these all, other states, by the way, just to let you know, New York won't be the isn't going to be alone for long. Other states are, are looking at doing this. They're going to phase in the elimination of fossil fuel heating devices when newly constructed buildings, everything has to have electric powered induction ranges and heat pumps. The people mandating this have, are not cooks or bakers. I will, if they do this, I will literally make the government 
come to my house and arrest me and take out my stove. And then because Texas is a castle doctrine state, I will literally like make war over my gas range because electric stoves are garbage. They are garbage and they heat unevenly and they're horrible tools of Satan. There you go. I hate them to death. I would rather cook over an open campfire and bake in some rudimentary construction around that than use an electric stove. You might think that I'm being a little overdramatic. I like to cook and bake. I hate electric stoves. I had mine ripped out. I had an electric stove and I ripped it out. Yes, I did. And destroyed it in the backyard like office space? Uh, Threw it in my driveway. Does that count? I was like, this is, this is trash. I ripped it straight the hell out of my kitchen. Put a good old gas range in there. I don't, need any, I don't need anything to be like, press a button and it'll bake your cookies for you. Shut up. Like, who does that? This isn't the Jetsons. I don't want any fancy anything on it. I, I don't need any, like, digital displays. I don't need it to tweet for me. I don't need it to do any of this stupid stuff. I just, I ride the temperature. I watch it. I do all of that. I can't, I mean, nothing gets me, this is one of the things I can talk for 5,000 hours about. Anyone who cooks, I can hear you. If you're real real quiet and you listen, you can hear a bunch of people out there going, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right, you can hear it. Those are my cooks and bakers out there. Yeah, that's, they're not going to be the only state for long doing this. We got to roll. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5. Okay, so... Um, Wow. In uh, South Shore, Chicago, a 10-year-old carjacker struck. Can you believe this? Somebody snatched keys from a victim's hand and drove away with their vehicle. Uh, This was Thursday of last week. The suspect was described as only someone wearing a furry jacket with a red and black ski mask. But then they, uh, (laughs) yeah, because 30 minutes later, literally a few hundred feet away, the would-be carjacker opened a driver's door as they tried to park. And the kid, the police said the offender is 10. He punched the driver in the face and tried to take the car. The hijacking failed. He's five feet seven uh, and no other weapon. He didn't have a weapon, but oh my gosh, 10 years old. And he's out there carjacking. I, oh my gosh, I can't even. Big Lots manager in California, two of them are fired because they confronted a shoplifter outside of the store as they tried to get the cart back that he used to boost 15 jugs of laundry detergent. So it's a now a former Big Lots manager. She says she was fired because she followed a shoplifter out of her Southern California store to retrieve a cart. 
and uh, the 52-year-old so she and another manager were fired because they this this person stole 15 jugs of Tide Pods, and she said she was fired a week after the incident. And this was in yeah in California. I I mean, she's like for Christmas we got 40 brand new carts. She says it's March and we're down to five. We were told no carts are to leave the store whatsoever, no matter what. Customers are not allowed to take them. She said. And so she went to get the cart and yeah, she ended up getting, that's lame. That is absolute, like, wait a minute. How are you going to sit here and tell your employees? Uh, yeah, you can't let these leave for no, you know, under no reason at all whatsoever. Uh, and then when they actually go to, yeah, stop it, then they are fired. That's so stupid. Environmental groups sue the FAA over SpaceX's Texas rocket launch. Shut up. They're. They're mad. They said that because it, it went over 24 miles, exploded over the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, it's the Center for Biological Diversity. They said they're suing because they said the FAA did not consider the environmental impacts. Shut up. Yes, they did. Uh, they asked the court to throw out the five-year license that the FAA granted to SpaceX. They hate them. They absolutely hate them. I think the hot air that this group is uh, putting into the atmosphere should be fined. Really, ultimately. I would rather argue with the parrot like we had in the Florida dude story than I would talk to any of these people. And Oregon is looking to decriminalize homeless encampments, and they're allowing the homeless to sue for $1,000 if they're told to leave. That's going to solve the problem, won't it? Stick with us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Between Twitter, Facebook, or any of your social media, there's a lot of information out there. That's why your lovable curmudgeon is here to help you make sense of it all. Live or on demand, The Dana Show. Yeah, I mean, Eddie, I think part of the reason I haven't covered a ton of the DeSantis political fortune stories is because I, I like you, I'm confused. You know, in, in my gut, like, who am I rooting for? They're two tarantulas, two scorpions in a bowl, and if they kill each other, who cares? But What the hell kind of analogy is that? It's like two tarantulas in a bowl. It's like two scorpions in a bowl. It's like two bugs that look scary in a bowl. They're fighting as, each other. As opposed to the current administration, it's like two gummy bears in a bowl. That's what they are. Gummy bears are at least like innocent and some of them taste good. Yes. Some of them. Not at all sentient or smart. They don't like forget where they are and, you know, can't even pronounce Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's name. Welcome back to the I don't, Welcome back to the program. Dana last year with you. Bottom of this third hour. My goodness. So that was, uh, hold up, don't tell me, don't tell me. I forgot Nicole Wallace. They're like two tarantulas in a bowl, bugs, spiders, whatever. Praying mantises in a bowl. Where does that, can I just, I know, I'm going to move past it in a minute. Just give me, just indulge me for like 30 seconds. 
I've never heard of that saying. She just was, what? That's so goofy. So you're telling me that you don't, I don't believe people when they say they don't have preferences. Yes, you do. Now, look, there's a difference been saying that you have that you that you have a preference and also that uh, you also that you'd also support whoever's on the ticket for the GOP. I mean, clearly, we all realize this, right? We're talking about the primary, which some people have a difficulty in grasping. Come on. But for her to say this, this is the thing they don't know. I think this is kind of funny. I know that it, it really aggravates a lot of my friends who work on campaigns because they are fighting all fighting right now. I, I know some people on the DeSantis th- thing. I know a couple of people on the Trump thing, the, the two good people that he's got um, that are working with him. And I hate seeing everybody like go at it. This, but you have to realize something. This is what happens in D.C. When people work on different campaigns, they hate each other until the campaign's over. And then it's like nothing happened. It is the only industry where men and women all act like dudes. Do you know what I mean? So like dudes can fight and get mad at each other and then have a beer. Girls will hold a grudge for life. You stole my hair, Brett, in fourth grade. I ain't yet forgot it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, yes. Chicks are so like this. And even if they're nice to your face, they're holding a grudge like deep inside. I promise you. Like, so don't ever like fall off a ship and drown. They'll never throw you a life raft with them. Don't ever go on a boat with them. I'm just saying. Dudes will, are, will like get over it. You know what I mean? They get over it and they have a beer. Chicks are not like that. But this industry out of both men and women, you makes, makes you more like a dude. Because you fight during a primary and then you get over it. And then voters are like, wait a minute, you guys hated each other. We all hated each other. What happened? You got to realize they don't hate each other and it's also a job. I know it's weird. It's a weird industry. That's why I don't live in D.C. It's why I don't go to New York. It's why I'm just, I want to stay in Texas. I just, because I, 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 you, you can't keep up with the drama. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It is one of the most, like, in, ridiculous. It makes, like, soap operas look tame. Everybody's Stefano. You know what I mean? Damn Stefano. So my point is that the media doesn't know what to do right now because you have a guy who's announced and a guy who hasn't announced because I think he's trying to figure out if he wants it that if he wants it badly enough. I always kind of like the people who don't want the job for the job. I, there's an attractiveness in that, but we'll see what happens. But they don't know what to do, so they're, they, they're trying to game it. They want Trump. And I know this is not a slight on him. Can we be honest about this? Because if I don't share this information with you, I feel like I am setting you up to fail or I'm setting you up to have unrealistic expectations. This is completely separate from whether or not you like Trump. That's not what is at issue here. We're talking about polling and electability with the independents. I know. I know you're like, not those damn independents. I know. Right. I know. They're, you guys, I, they're like the weird house guests that you don't know how to deal with. You know what I'm saying? They're the weird people where it's like, I'm going to invite you, but I don't know where to set you because nobody knows how to deal with you. That's like that. I get it. And you're trying to strategize and you're trying to figure things out. But I got to tell you, I'm just looking at the polling. I'm warning people. We saw this come up in, in 2018. And it really hit in 2020. 
one of the problems that the Trump campaign has is they they don't know how to run a general election. Now, wait, hear me out. I know because they won 2016 and you're saying Dana. But the reason being is because they were running. They had a it was like a mulligan almost. They were running against the worst Democrat you could have ever run ever. People, Democrats who were voting for Trump did. It was a hate vote against Hillary. That is real. I will never forget looking at the data that was coming in. I was at Fox that night. I was up in New York City. I was sitting there with Mike Huckabee uh, and uh, Brett Bayer. And I mean, the green room was packed. We were all looking at the exit polling data. And the, she had, I'm trying to remember what state it was. It was like something like a 31% <laughs> approval. It was so bad. It was so bad. People hated her. These were Democrats that hated her. They ran the worst candidate you could have ever run. So it made it easier for him. And I think it would have been like that for any politician. Also, voters had this burst of we're not going to take this BS anymore energy. And so both of those things coincided. And in 2018, the midterm election was a little rockier. And then because Trump took the blue, he, he, he burst through the blue wall in 2016. And those are the states, northeast states, that have always reliably voted Democrat. But then in 2020, it was lost again. And the problem with 2020 is that they ran a primary campaign in a general, meaning you have to finesse your messaging and your electioneering and your, the way that you're presenting policy. You don't water policy down. You make the message more, you, you, you change the message and finesse it to include independence. Does that make sense? So they don't feel as though you're only campaigning to your base. And unfortunately, that is the thing that had, that did come into play in 2020. And people, some of the independents, they were tired of the drama. They were tired of all this. I say this because I feel like he's not learning this. Everybody, you cannot run a primary and a general. Now, when I look at, there are three new polls out. One of them just came out, and it shows, uh, there's one from AJC, and in Georgia, it shows DeSantis, it measures up uh, DeSantis against Biden and Trump against Biden. Biden's 43-42 over Trump. DeSantis is 46-41 over Biden. And this goes through a couple of other polls, some national surveys about independence. And the reason I bring this up is because you have to, con- when you look at who is actually competitive against Biden right now, and we're still pretty far out from the election, so anything could happen. But right now, uh, Trump is, is uh, that's, I think that's why they want him to run, because he is super competitive with Biden. Biden's less so with DeSantis. And you've got, and him lurching left, there's a difference between being moderate and then kind of going left with like attacks and stuff hurts him more with those independents. So I see him making mistakes. These are like rookie mistakes. That's why I'm really heavy, heavily critical of the people that he's got advising him because they're making mistakes that are going to cost him a campaign. And I bring this up because the media does not know what to do. They see this stuff. They want 
Trump, because when you look at voters, and there have been two surveys to this, and they've been of registered voters, both of them. So that is fairly reliable. One of them was, I think it was like plus two Democrats, which isn't that much of a, honestly, oversampling. If it was like plus four or five, that'd be different. But ultimately, what they both showed, and I've sent these out to you in your email prep uh, newsletters, but what they showed is that the when you're looking at um, voters having a choice, if they're going to do another Biden or Trump race, they're going to they're going to go with Biden. And you're going to see a replay of 2020, the results. So that's just the way everything stands right now. Now we're a year out, a year or so out. So there's time. I mean, a lot of things can happen. One of the reasons that you have to look at this information is because if you actually are wanting to win something, you need to look at where the weak spots are and do something to course correct. Otherwise, you're going to end up with the same results. Now, the media sees all this, and I think that's why they are focusing more ire right now on DeSantis than Trump. Because they want to protect the individual that right now, by poll measure, is more competitive with Biden. And so they don't, but they don't know what to do. They have two people here. And they have to be careful. To they have to be careful in attacking one more so than the other, because then they're going to set one up to look anti meat. I mean, no matter what they did, they're so they're in a catch twenty two. If this was the point all along, it's Mac, ma- the most Machiavellian and brilliant thing I've ever seen. But I don't think it is. Now Trump said that he is thinking of sitting out some of the debates. The if there's any primary debate, he, primary debates, he said he's going to sit them out. This is also bad for him. And this was one of the headlines that came in last night. One of the reasons that this is also bad for him is if he chooses to start sitting out these debates, that's not a power move. It'll look like, number one, that he's resistant for a reason. Maybe is he worried about, you know, I mean, it's you. This is a guy who loves debating people. It looks out of character. But number two, here's where the tactical error is. If he sits out the debates Say that DeSantis announces and say he chooses to run and he's up on stage with, you know, the Nikki Haley's and all of that. They're all going to gang up on him. And he is immediately he will immediately look like the anti-establishment candidate by default. Trump will have difficulty encountering that if he then decides, okay, well, now I'll get in and I'll take it head on in a debate. That's going to look troublesome. He and then he'll risk setting up DeSantis at a debate looking as though, which I think, I mean, for crying out loud, DeSantis founded the House Freedom Caucus. That's literally the Tea Party Caucus. I think it's ridiculous when people say he's a rhino or he's establishment. It's just dumb. I I mean, I'm sorry, but it is. It's just dumb. It's like saying Thomas Massey's establishment. Come on. But he makes him look like, he he allows him to steal that self-proclaimed mantle for himself. It's bad tactically. That's why I'm like, who's advising him? It is so weird to see people make bad moves like this at this level. It is so frustrating. You know what it's like? Have you ever watched those videos of people trying to park, parallel park a car? And it's so frustrating. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, will you cu- cut it? Cut the wheel. And you just get so mad. That's what I feel like watching this. It is so frustrating. And you can't talk to these people. And I know I'm not going to name names because I'm still friendly with some of them. But I just know some of them are in over their head. And they are not going to listen to any advice because they're so high on power. Right? They, 
we are advising this campaign. They don't want to listen to any advice. They believe that it is like some sort, like they were selected by the hand of God for this particular position. Thus, they require no, no consultation or advice. Okay, you got to get over that real quick because you're hurting your principle that you're supposed to be advising. It's incredibly frustrating to watch this stuff. So the swing states, uh, in every single swing state where there's been a survey, DeSantis has been leading in any matchup. Uh, and, and this is like him leading over Trump when it's a head-on-head DeSantis-Biden or Trump-Biden. Uh, and I'm just saying uh, that is, they got it, the Trump camp has got to figure this out. And those ads, the pudding cup ads, that's not going to do it. That is not going to, he needs to start running on his accomplishments. I don't know why he's, I mean, I could pull my hair out. Why is he not doing this? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Catch the Dana Show noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on DirecTV channel 347. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter over at Substack, chapter and verse. All kinds of good stuff that comes out of that all throughout the week. And you can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Like and subscribe. And that uh, Carrie Severino interview that we did yesterday, keep that bookmark because as that case goes, and that's that Florida death penalty case for child uh, uh, convicted child pedophiles, child rapists. Uh, as that goes forward, there's going to be there will be a lot of discussion about that, and you're going to want to reference that at some point um, because that I think other states are I think other states are going to be emboldened to consider something similar. But of course, you have that Supreme Court precedent, and there's a it's a, a lot of stuff there to uh, some some it's a good reference. It's a good reference. So I'll just say that. So you can find all of our interviews up there too. By the way, uh, all on YouTube, and you can find some of the shorts, all kinds of good stuff up there as well and facebook too sometimes i put stuff on facebook that's uh that you won't see i don't know there's just it's different all over like we got notes we got Substack, we got facebook we got youtube all all of that good stuff i still want to pair it i keep going back to that florida man story that i actually think is my favorite story ever i think that's my favorite florida man story of all time the guy if you missed it we had the story of this guy who got pulled over because he was arguing with his parrot i'm not making this up the troopers actually took a picture with a parrot he got distracted. He was having a quarrel with his parrot. The parrot wanted to go home. The man didn't want to go home. I'm like, were they a thing? Like, what's going on here? All right, today's stupidity came. All right, so we've been talking about the banning of gas stoves. New York State and 2026, new construction will not, at least residential, will not have gas stoves. This is Kathy Hochul out there selling this whole idea. Listen but we, just like we had to go from a you know, long time ago, can transition from coal as your energy source. We do yeah. have to transition. There are clean energy alternatives. It's going to take time. And I want to make sure that New Yorkers don't get hit hard for the cost. So we're going to roll this out. But new buildings that are going up, they can find, they can go electric, they can do heat pumps. Uh, oh my gosh, said some, like, you don't cook, you don't bake. There's another reason not to live in New York. Honestly. Another reason not to live in that state. All right, folks, that does it for us today and uh, make sure again you go sign up for substack chapter and verse find us on youtube facebook like and subscribe i'll be back with you folks behind the mic tomorrow 
Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.